why do we waste so much time exercising? If you hate exercise, one of the biggest excuses that people make is I don't have enough time. Have you ever used that excuse? And even if you love exercise, have you ever run out of time because you thought I had to do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, run for an hour, go to a class of 45 minutes? It's, it seems that exercise has a time frame attached somewhere between maybe 20 minutes to an hour, if not longer. But here's a great question. If I want to get 100% results, I want to get the best result in the fastest time possible with the quickest exercise session, uh, do I want to put in 100% effort or am I going to pace myself through my exercise session? And I, having been an exercise professional all of my life, now I'm part of the education process, the top-level exercise professionals. And I would love all of us to really consider and ask the, the, the questions that make a difference. If people don't exercise because of the time, what if we exercise as close to zero as possible? Because most people, nine out of 10 people, don't want to exercise at all. So zero is their number. So the closest to zero, is it more likely that they, that they will exercise versus if I take somebody past zero into five minutes, 10 minutes, worse, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour? And the reason I ask that question, when I talk to the general public, which is a lot, in large groups, which is often, and I ask the question, have you ever been to the gym and paced yourself through 20 minutes on the cross training or 10 minutes on the treadmill or 45 minutes in a class? And the people that don't like to exercise all hate it. They hate 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, 45, they hate it. So why would we give something to people that they hate? And if you go to the basics, the fundamentals of exercise, 100% effort is the phosphate system. There's three energy systems, one, two, three. Aerobic is what we live in. We're used to it. Our body doesn't get overloaded in the aerobic system unless we push hard, of course. But once you push hard in the aerobic system and you go past, well, in the aerobic system you can go a long time, but it's a long, boring process because you can't exercise at 100% effort in the aerobic system. Breathe in oxygen, breathe out carbon dioxide. The next system is a lactate system, which you can go really hard from somewhere between 10 seconds to 2 minutes. But it has a waste product called lactic acid, and that acid causes the burning sensation that people feel when they exercise and it also makes some people feel sick because if you haven't got a tolerance for lactic acid, you actually feel nauseous. So the first one's long and boring. The second one has a waste product that makes us feel sick and make it, makes our muscles burn. And if you've ever tried to exercise really hard for two minutes, it's really hard. It's really hard work. It's a tough way to move. The 10 seconds is the phosphate system. It's the fight and flight system. It's the immediate reaction where fast twitch muscle fibers have to work. Your heart and lungs have to go into overload immediately. You have to produce energy immediately, which your body does. And you have to, it gives you everything you need to get away from a threat, to run as fast as you can, to punch as hard as you can, to jump as high as you can, to throw as far as you can, to sprint as fast as you can. And they're all the Olympic events that are in the phosphate system. Jump high, throw far, run really fast, hunting and gathering or hunting. And at 100% effort, is it more likely that we're going to get 100% result? I'll rephrase the question. If I give somebody 10 seconds of exercise to do versus two minutes that makes them feel sick versus anything past two minutes becomes long and boring and people don't have time, which one are people more likely to stick to? So I'm in my gym and it's, people think I'm hilarious because I come in here I love coming in here, but my strength training program, which is 
one exercise for my upper body to push, one exercise for my upper body to pull, and one exercise for my lower body so I pick something heavy up off the ground and put it back down again. And I do that in the phosphate system, which is 10 seconds. I lift as heavy as I possibly can in 10 seconds. If I can go for longer than 10 seconds, I pick a heavier weight next time. So my strength training program is not three minutes, it's 30 seconds. I leave a fair bit of time in between each exercise so I can fully recover, and that's the thing. If I don't fully recover, I can't put 100% effort in again. So all I'm asking, if you are an exercise professional, if you're a coach, if you tell people about exercise, if you ask somebody who exercises, uh, is it possible that you've ever used time as an excuse? Uh, have you ever stopped exercising because you didn't get the results that you want? Uh, have you ever had, heard other people say, I haven't got time to exercise? And even if you have got time now, you think there might come a time in the future where you don't have... 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour to exercise. What if you could just do 10 second injections of high intense activity into your day throughout the day? It's only 10 seconds. You can wear your pajamas, you can wear your business suit, you can wear, you don't have to have shoes on. Uh, you can just go as hard and fast as you can doing something in your heart and lungs are blind. So I don't know whether you're running, jumping, or skipping, or punching, or dancing. It doesn't matter. But here's the really cool part of this yes, you'll get fit. If you lift in the phosphate system, you'll get really strong. But ultimately, the phosphate system, the fight and flight system, get away from the threat system or turn and fight, that's the one that produces all those really happy chemicals after you've recovered. So that's when dopamine, serotonin, brain-derived neurotropic factor, endorphins, oxytocin, if you're exercising with your pets or with people that you love or a group of people that you get on with, they're all the happy drugs that make us feel fantastic. So that's my ultimate question. People say, how often should I exercise and how long for? My answer, how long, is as close to zero as possible. So there's less chance of you quitting your exercise program, less chance of you not starting an exercise program, less chance of you using time as an excuse. So exercise as close to zero as possible. Ten seconds is about as close as you can get. And how often should I do that? How, how about how often do you want to feel good? That's always my answer. If you need to be creative, if you need to have a clear head, if you need to overcome a challenge, if you need to feel good, if you need to feel happy, if you want to get rid of depression, if you want to get rid of anxiety, anytime you do fight and flight, your brain fills up with cortisol, or your body fills up with cortisol, adrenaline, and epinephrine to get away from the threat. They're the stress chemicals that you'll be feeling if you're under stress. And then after you've overcome the, the threat with punching, kicking, getting puff lifting heavy, overloading your body, your 100% effort, that's when you then change your brain. So your brain becomes happy, your body gets fit, your muscles and bones get strong, so you can actually live your life to the max. In a short, 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 very, very short, close to zero exercise program, and Rowie help with your exercise multiple times throughout the day, how long for? No longer than 10 seconds, because once I go past 10 seconds, I can't put in 100% effort. And I want 100% result for my exercise program, how about you? Super-duper-doo, how are you? I'm sure you are amazing. Woohoo!